What's up, y'all? I haven't been on here in a minute, but this is another episode of D-Lo Speaks, and this is episode 10, so I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Hey, what's up, y'all? Um, I haven't been on here in a hot minute, but... I said, why not? Let me go ahead and give y'all another episode. Um, I didn't really have any topics to really talk about, but I didn't have a chance to like sit down and find topics to talk, um, talk about. But I did want to touch on this whole human trafficking um, subject. I was on Twitter just now, and I ran across a video where these um these women i don't know what type job they had but they all had on like the reflector um jackets and different things like that and they were like they looked like they were inspecting this um this white van and they opened the doors on the white van and it looked like some type machinery was like installed in the van i don't know exactly what that machinery was but I do know that whoever had that van or was experimenting, like, they spray painted the windows um, and pretty much, like, planted some type metal something around the whole inside of the van. So, basically, they made it soundproof. And the women was, like, kind of confused because they couldn't figure out, you know, what it was, why it was like that, or who the van even belonged to. And they, um, you know, once they went in the inside, they told one girl to get inside to, you know, test it out. Let's see what's going on. So the girl got inside and they asked her to um, pretty much yell and to knock on the door to see whether they could hear her. So she did both and you couldn't hear anything. Like they told her to yell maybe about three times but the amount of times that she yelled on the last um, chance, you could hear like a faint yell. And it wasn't even like a strong faint. Like like you heard something, but just in a everyday passing, you wouldn't hear nobody yelling no van like that. So it's just like, you know, everybody in this world just needs to be careful because this human trafficking stuff is really real. Like, they have movies and different things out about it. And, you know, sometimes on the movies, they'll show, like, oh, the person a drug, this person, or whatever. You know, just to keep them quiet so they can get them as far far away as possible. But in this case, they don't even have to drug them. They could knock them out one good time, or they'll be fighting in the back of that van, and you would never hear it. Because it was, like, soundproof. But, you know, just y'all be careful out here. Because you never know who's doing it or what type of scam they'll put you in before they do it. Um, Recently, there was an incident here where I stay at um, where these people, they, I I believe they were from New York or New Jersey or somewhere. And they claim, they'll come up to you and they'll claim that they're selling something like a watch or you know some type jewelry and once they you know 
once while they're talking to you, it's like they're being aggressive and forcing you to buy from them. Or they'll just like slap the jewelry in your hand when you say you don't want it. Or they'll ask you for money and tell you, I'm trying to get back to such and such place. I don't have no gas money, all this other bull crap. And when they see that really you're not feeding into it or if a good bit of people is walking around or they're coming around and seeing that you're being harassed then the people would like try to force something on you or be like well here here since you don't want to buy it or whatever the case is and then i'm guessing it was the wife and the child or whatever the case was but they would pull up in like this black truck or uh, um or like some type silver van or something like that the dude or whoever is talking to you at the moment they'll get in the car and then they'll leave so just imagine if that was to happen and nobody was around there's no telling what you know what could have um happened but y'all just be careful out here if you traveling make sure it's like a group of people with you don't travel alone don't um be out here going different places at night alone like make sure somebody is watching you or at least walking with you if you got kids make sure they're in front of you because kids like to wander and they'll be down the road before you even know it so you know just keep a close eye on your surroundings and you know just stay safe because you never know what could happen um but yeah that's pretty much everything i wanted to say about the human trafficking because you know, I never experienced that, but seeing different movies and hearing different people talk about it and just having to see that video on Twitter, like, that stuff is real and you just have to be more cautious and careful out here because it's getting crazier and crazier by the minute. And you would think that somebody would try to, like, die it down some, like, but, and with this sorry president we got in the seat, he... <laughs> he don't know whether he's coming or going like you still locking kids up in these concentration camps taking them away from their parents separating them wanting them to be out of the u.s and what exactly are they doing to you nothing you just like the fact that you have some type power or whatever so now you're trying to use it against innocent people like these people probably was escaping from some type terror or something from you know their country and they wanted to come to the u.s they wanted to make money and just live a normal life and here you come messing that up separating them from their kids and all this extra stuff like stuff that don't even matter but you know people y'all just be careful out here um I also wanted to ask, like, just a brief question. And I know some people who may listen to this um, episode, they may tweet me on the Delo Speaks page on Twitter or, you know, my personal page. But I don't understand what's going on with R&B. Like, don't get me wrong. I like some of the R&B songs that's out now. But what I don't understand and what I don't like see changing anytime soon is why is it so hard for R&B to get back on track and I question myself about this a lot but I think the issue with that because this generation is so 
young and it's oversaturated because it seemed like this generation just keeps adding on little kids every year and you know of course the leap year and all of that it's just a bunch of young little kids and they feel like they so in love and then when you got songs that these artists make that um you know touch a certain audience it's hard for the og r&b singers to like release music because they don't even know who they target our audience is now like they can drop a song and it might not do that well because this young generation don't they they don't have the mindset to understand or to decipher complex bars well not bars because i mean this is not hip-hop hip-hop but you know y'all know what i'm saying like certain songs require a certain type creativity and r&b back in the day like i'm still young but growing up being born in 94 and growing up all the way up until now music was different and you understood it like at one point you know yeah it was certain songs that we had no business listening to but we listened anyway because our parents loved it and we know we weren't supposed to sing it but we did anyway and at that young age we were smart enough to know that we weren't supposed to listen to it but we learned quick exactly what it meant and r&b songs like that they don't make them like that no more everything is i don't need this nigga or you doing this or you doing that to me like everything now is just so one wavy to the point where it's just like when will it ever change and the same thing for hip-hop everything is on one wave everybody sound alike everybody is talking about the same thing but it comes a point where now you can't even expect the best work out of these artists because they're too they're too focused on let me just go ahead and drop a quick song let me see if somebody like it if it's hot then i'm gonna drop another one and and they keep going but now people don't they don't even drop music that's even classic no more like you could look back at an outcast album or usher album or like biggie album or like a um uh alicia keys album or you know different albums like that you can look back and grab an album and be like yo that's classic and who knows 10 years from now somebody will still pull those albums and be like yo this was a um ahead of his time or they would listen to it and like it just sound like it's new like fresh music we can't get that now because people is just too focused on a certain thing and that's making quick money calling everything out the book a hit when really it's not a hit and they're so focused on charting and being number one but i grew up in an era where yeah people focused on the charts because it was hard especially for black people to be even on the charts and doing good on the charts and yeah you know you might think about the charts every now and then but when you drop in classic great music 
like you don't even think about the charts. The only thing you think about is the fact that this person gave me a good album or a good song, something that you're going to always remember, something that's nostalgic. Like, I just want music to go back to what it's supposed to be. And I feel like if a bunch of R&B singers, and you probably got to look for them, you got to look for them, of course, and you know, times has changed, Um, computers, everything is so um, computerized now, and you know, all of the, I understand it, I get it, but I just want, when it comes to R&B, I want people to step in a certain bag and like bring it back to life because you about to let a whole genre die and for what like it's hard for singers like usher and alicia keys neo um who else even artists that most people don't even think about like lettucey kiki wyatt you know like r&b divas type people like i was surprised that mariah carey album did good in this current time which I thought it was a good album but you know it's hard for singers like that who came out in the 90s or the early 2000s to even adapt to music now like R&B groups like Escape or In Vogue or um, SWV Um, you know R&B groups like that they could drop an album now And I promise you, it'll be a good album because they understand the concept when it comes to making R&B music. But this generation wouldn't want to hear that because, number one, they don't even know about these groups. And the only way they would know about these groups is if their parents were still listening to them as they were growing up. But if they weren't, then they don't even know who they are. Like, you can ask a 15-year-old or 16-year-old right now Do they know who SWV is? And I promise you they're going to say no. Just like with the whole uh, situation when Drake made um, Nice For What and sampled Lauryn Hill X Factor. And people thought that Lauryn Hill was biting off of him. Drake didn't create that. But that goes to show this generation is so young and they don't understand or even know music to its entirety. You don't even have to know it to its entirety to understand and know where certain songs come from. And it don't take nothing but a quick research. Google is right there. Um, But yeah, I just hope that music eventually gets back to what it's supposed to be. And hopefully if people would continue to support these artists whether they're old or new if they support them the right way that they're supposed to and quit all this comparing then maybe we could music would be a better place but right now it's just a lot of people who's self-centered and you know only focused on a certain wave or you know just a lot of stuff begging for sympathy or whatever the case is they want to be popular but they don't want to be a true artist. Why even join the music industry if you don't want to be a true artist? Like, give it a rest. And I'll be talking about the Cardi and the whole tweet saying that she don't want to be here. You know, that'll come later because 
I'm a part of a different podcast now called um, Vocal Agenda, which y'all will be hearing real soon. Um, but, you know, I'll be doing D-Lo Speaks, of course, and I'll be doing that one. So, you know, y'all will hear my voice more than once, um, along with um, two other people, Erica and Rich, who were on um, two of my episodes, well, episode eight and nine. Um, but yeah, y'all will be hearing more about that Cardi B situation. I don't want to too much touch on it, um, because that's going to be a subject on there, but you know, it just gets to a point where I think Cardi just needs to realize that now she's a celebrity. You chose the music industry and now because you're a part of it, you have to pretty much accept what comes at you. Um, somebody, I made a tweet pretty much telling her that and saying that she has to grow tough skin now, thick skin. And the person who read the tweet misunderstood what I was saying. He thought I was just telling her to deal with it or whatever the case is because she made the tweet about, um, she don't even want to be here no more. But I'm just like, me telling her she gonna have to grow thick skin is not telling... Is not me telling her she need to deal with it. When I said that, the intent of the tweet was to take it as you need to ignore the people that you so-called feel is always hating on you. You cannot think that somebody is hating on you every single chance you get. And if your name is not even being brought up in the original tweet, why are you going searching your name to see if somebody is talking about you? That right there explains that you're a grown woman with a childlike mind. I can care less who talks about me. Because if we being completely honest, I don't even have the energy to even care. Because I don't allow that to be a part of me or a part of a daily routine. I don't care. If you talk about me, you talk about me. That So what? I don't care. I, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. And if I was a celebrity, I would be the same way. Like, I would not care. Like, of course, you're going to read comments that might strike a nerve or whatever the case is, but it's all about how you do things and it's all about how you say things. If I was a celebrity and somebody said something to me and they constantly saying stuff, you know what? I wouldn't be around here saying, oh, I wish I wasn't here, which I know people deal with stuff differently. But in Cardi's case, which I feel like, yes, it was for attention. You say, you know, you wish you weren't here. Then you delete it. Then all of a sudden you post this video where you and offset on, you know, video or whatever the case is. Like how you went from being depressed to happy just that quick and you would think that he would come to her defense sometimes but whatever the situation is, I don't I don't care but at the end of the day you you need to stop with all of this searching your name and all this other stuff because it it's tiring like I'm tired of seeing it I'm tired of seeing it on my um timeline I'm just tired of hearing about it like, you need to give it a rest. Ignore the hate that you claim that you're getting. Every artist is going to get hate. But you're trying to, like, make this hate image 
big when it's not big. Like, you probably have a handful of people who hate you. I don't hate you. I just like the stuff that you do. If I heard a song that you came out with and it was, you know, it's kind of lit, you know, turn up, whatever the case is, I'll listen to it. That's just me. I like music. I mean, we already know what position you are when it comes to music. You make trap music or whatever the case is. You said some things in the past that we still holding on to. Yes, it's hip hop. That's how it goes. At the end of the day, you need to stop with all of this begging for sympathy, whatever the case is. Because you kind of put yourself in these positions. But like I said, I'm going to stop right there on that whole Cardi thing because I'll go more into depth when it comes to the next um, podcast that I'm a part of. Um, But yeah, I wanted to do this episode because a lot has been going on in my personal life. Nothing bad that affects me to the point where it's just bad, bad. But it affected me some, you know, somehow, but... A lot has been going on, so I haven't had a chance to, like, jump on this. But, you know, now I'm here, now I'm back, and now I have the time to actually record episodes. So, you will be hearing more from D-Lo Speaks, as well as the Vocal Agenda. But, you know, y'all check out the Vocal Agenda when it drops. Um, That episode should be out real soon. Um, But y'all make sure y'all support both podcasts. Because I promise you, you'll like it. And you'll probably be hearing, like, a lot from, you know, people who ask to um, be on the episodes, whether it's on D-Lo Speaks or Vocal Agenda. You know, just y'all support it. But um, I just got off work, and I'm about to go relax. So I want to thank y'all for listening to another episode of D-Lo Speaks. Y'all stay cool. And I heard that it's a storm on the water, so y'all stay safe because you don't know who it's going to hit. But thank y'all for listening to another episode of D-Lo Speaks.